0: Interviews are extremely rewarding. And my question is um, regarding a remark uh, Saidu made yesterday that the mind is a concept.
1: You
0: didn't the mind. Did I misunderstand? Ah, sorry, exactly. Mind is reality. And that is <laughs> so I see, I already uh, say what I think, uh, because for me, mind is a concept. We have the reality, uh, which are the doors that open our senses towards the mind.
2: Wow! Mm? You're using the words in a in a conventional sense, um, but we're using the word concept and reality in a in a maybe in a more technical way. Uh, we're translating two words from Pali: uh, Panyati and paramatta, and. Um, yeah, the closest translation we've seen is these two words, concept and reality. So it may not match your conventional way of using it in, in English.
0: Uh, clear to me was, uh, or is, uh, that we have the doors, um, which connect the outer world to our mind, the seeing, the hearing, the, the, the senses. Um, and I got confused uh, about the mind itself being reality. So, uh, oh. because to me, mind is more abstract. To me, seems more like a concept. I think I don't quite understand that yet.
3: mind concept, mind create
2: Concept, no. ได้ไอ้ไอ้สึกโกแล้วตัวสร้างไปแล้ว abstract abstract คือว่า check kind reality lo tinisha <laughs> sha tilomi aro tu a sait ko ko a sinza are lo kyan ara ba so lo ko a mien are so a real lo yu re sait ajang ko ko a sinza are so sait a concept ba i love you
3: good peak hai peak khaine
2: ti da ti says could you touch your knee yep yeah. know the touching sensation
3: no ti da ne ti da
2: can you see the difference between the touching and the knowing yes you can know the knowing, right? So just take their hand off, not touching. Thila. Any more touching? Any more touching? Yeah, any more touching sensation?
3: Not on the knee. Not on the knee.
2: So just put your attention at the knee.
3: Okay?
2: So your attention is at the knee. Can you see the attention? Yes. and And touch the knee again.
3: Do do do
2: So
3: now, Sarah
2: says. When it touches, you know. It's not touching, you still know. Do you have to think about the knowing? You can experience knowing, right? So you don't have to think about knowing. You don't have to think about paying attention. You can experience it.
3: You feel it. Experience. You it. Feel it. it, yeah.
2: But
0: I also can put my attention, I can touch my knee and put my attention somewhere else. Yes. yes. Uh. But you know the attention. Yes. You don't
3: need
2: to think about uh. the, the function. You can experience the function of paying attention.
0: Right? Yeah. Still, that to me is fantasy that's
2: abstract
3: <laughs> <laughs> cuz i can put it wherever i want abstract abstracts are yeah Sierra says,
2: so the mind doesn't feel concrete in the beginning, Syarro says, it can feel quite subtle. But Syarro says when we are aware a lot, the mind can feel as as, as concrete as the body. It can. The,
3: the the who, to, who draw, uh, One yogi, he cannot feel the knowing. Mm. So, touching and knowing, touching and knowing. Too. Um, repeatedly uh, repeated kinda of, Now, touching on me like, yeah. like, like my, I don't mind, all, all to all. Oh. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
3: and
2: actually the nature of all reality is is abstract, but when you know it, when you understand it, it's pretty pretty concrete. It's it's like understanding the principle of something. When you understand it, it's it's as real to you as. Yeah but, yeah, but all <laughs> principles are <inaudible> abstract
3: <inaudible> yeah.
2: so he gives the example of this yogi who you know, couldn't understand knowing couldn't understand knowing <inaudible> so he couldn't separate knowing and the touching sensation for example, so Sierra got him to touch, not touch, touch and not touch, and repeatedly know that he was touching and there was no touching touching and no touching, and then Sierra said stop paying attention to the touching but can you see that you're still knowing? And then he got it, you know. But 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 you don't have a problem of knowing the knowing, yeah. That has somebody. Else. 2% of how? oh <laughs> so the, the, when the Yogi got it he was like oh okay <laughs> it's like this mouth hanging open <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, the yeah
2: the mind is like that because it has no shape like he says it has no shape size color place name time you know it's uh, and because of that it feels so ephemeral or you know yeah untouchable but uh, but you can know it
0: I think that just means I still have a long way to go. Um, yes okay. in this context, long I have a long way to go <laughs> <laughs> In this context, allow me another question. Um, when you open your senses, the doors to the mind, can you open just one you as someone with years and decades of experience Mm -hmm. or can you open more than one doors at the same time being aware I mean being aware do you concentrate being aware only on one sense meaning opening one door or do you open your mind to more senses at the same time
2: question is can you close the sense door (laughs)
3: ตัวมันบลุ้มแล้ติล่ะดวาดรอบตะคู่เปอผ่นถ่าลงยะละตะเปดวาดไรเป็ดลงยะลงเมสซี่เป็ดลงยะละนา <laughs> <laughs>
2: Like the, mm-hmm. Eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so um, you know in, in the Buddhist psychology, they say there is six sense doors, so the five are physical, right? You have your eyes, your nose, your mouth, your, your sorry your tongue, your ear, and then your whole body, right touching. And the sixth
4: mm-hmm.
2: sense door is the mind the mind itself. And although we begin by being aware of everything through the physical sense doors, that's the most accessible to us initially, Um, when you keep practicing and you become more and more intimate with the mind and the mind becomes very accessible to you, then Sierra says, you don't have to go to the physical sense doors, you stay with the mind door. Because everything is accessed by the mind through the mind door. All the other five senses are accessed through the
3: mind door.
2: So when you know the mind, and you know that that is the mind, then you know all the other sense doors at the same time. Or you can know all the sense
3: doors.
2: So that's why you know, again and again, he brings us back to the awareness, you know, which is the knowing. Recognize that you're knowing. It doesn't matter what the objects are know that there is awareness, because that's bringing you back into the mind, into the mind door, making you recognize that over and over. There are many ways to practice where you access um, objects only through the sense door, So you concentrate on what is being known. But if you are so-called out there, in the objects, then you don't know the mind. You don't come to the, like, the key, no, you know. My
3: picture yeah. the object there, so Knowing, watching, object, knowing, watching. The whole picture, you must see the whole, and complete picture, you can see the complete picture. Only you see the object. You don't know the mind, how the mind is working. Your understanding cannot complete. Because you don't have information, the whole information you don't have. So only focus to the object, 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 object. Then you can know what's happening in the object, but you don't know how the mind is working. So you must come to the back. If the mind is working, then you see the whole picture. Then your understanding becomes complete. Okay.
5: I think this is a very similar question. Um, I've read in your book that um, you asked the question, can you know more than one object? And in my, in my own practice, and my own experience, I can, I can go to Vipassana, and I can be aware of many objects coming and going, arising and passing away. And there's no preference for one or the other. They're simply there. When I ask myself the question, or when the question arises, is there awareness of more than one object it seems like the question is thinking. The question is being asked with a thought, with a thinking mind. And so it seems, like the, it seems like the experience is, can I think of more than one object at a time? The answer is, no, I cannot think of more than one object at a time. So far, I cannot answer the question, can I know more than one object at a time?
2: Okay, I didn't quite get that. You said at the beginning that when you go to Vipassana, you can know more than one object at a time. Serially. Serially, okay. So you're saying... If they arise and
5: pass away individually, I watch them arise and
2: pass away. If I arise... Don't go into a rising and passing away. Just can you know their presence? Okay. ตัวเปอร์เนี่ยโหฉิปเนี่ยสาวเทมายี้ถ่า okay. The yeah. So that's why Sciara says don't look at the object if you look at the object Yes, you can only look at one object at a time. But don't look at the object. Know the knowing. And what does the knowing know? And the knowing can know more objects at the same time. The knowing can encompass more. Um, that that was I oh a are
3: like at this. are are quoting at this period. Yeah. to mm-hmm. exist. Yeah. This I'm not have your I'm Yeah. No? The I You
2: So Searo says, um, if we don't focus on the object and we stay with the knowing, come back to the awareness and just what is the awareness aware of? Searo says, it can feel like the awareness knows several objects at the same time. The theory in Buddhist uh, psychology is that uh, one mind arises at a time, but that is in theory only because uh, in one split second, Apparently there are 100. The number is something I can't say in English, like a 100 trillion minds or something like that. So um, there is so much, so many minds that have already passed in in one split second that it is possible in our practical experience to feel like many objects are experienced at the same time.
3: The state here, the state here, me no. The state here, me Yeah,
2: and in that split second of awareness where we are knowing those many objects, each object arises with its own consciousness. It is not one mind knowing many objects, it is many objects, each object being known by its own consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. But in our practical experience, it feels like a moment of awareness.
3: A of aware.
2: okay. yeah. So the mind, the analogy for the mind is that it's like a river with many, many drops of water in it. And even if you would pick up a drop of water, that drop is made up of so many sub droplets of water. But that is what we... On a practical level, all we can experience is one drop of water and think of it as, as one moment, but it's not one mind. It's like, again, a 100 trillion droplets in there. Yeah, hey, don't think yeah, about
3: right,
2: it. Right. I don't
3: know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, Seattle yeah, says don't think about it. It's... it's um, you know, we can experience it and then we sort of understand it for how it is, but um, just thinking about it is, yeah, it's it's an un- unnecessary if exercise. If
6: it's
5: gone, it's
2: gone. It may happen again or it may not. No. I'm gone, gone, finished. Yeah, what's it's gone is gone. New, it will new. never happen again. It's All, always new. Any
3: experience in present moment is always new. Yeah. Yeah. so you can't
5: remembering it and, and expecting it again
3: is totally. automatic.
2: No need.
3: Memory so lo oh Yeah.
2: So the reality is like you never, you can never jump in the same river twice. The reality yeah. never occurs again. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. So this drop or this river would be like a concept or is this reality? It's
2: reality. <laughs> it's
3: it's
1: like it's like rain falling. Okay, but when I but when I think of the river, and it it consists of so many drops and water, it's still all
2: reality.
3: 'cause he's
2: he's giving, he's giving an analogy for what the mind's nature is like. Nature right? is, uh, we, mind when, flow. So yeah, mind when we think are, about it when we think about it, yes we are thinking conceptually about it, but um that's that's the mind's reality, you know? But whether we can experience it or not, yeah that's
3: yeah something else. Me me lo me I'm
2: it's kind of like those um, AC lights, you know, the the ones that have a 50 hertz. You know, the light is not always there. It's like 50 times a second, right? The light is there, so it feels like it's always there because it's so fast. So that's how what our mind feels like. It's not always there, but if but it's so fast that it feels like it's always there. Yeah.
7: During the sitting, I see the pain, and it's what unbearable for me and then I use the right attitude like I'm reminding myself of it's just natural process something like that and then I feel like my mind come open and ease and comfortable to see the pain and then it becomes the pain stronger stronger and stronger and then I feel like it's unbearable again and I want to go back to that right attitude but then it's it cannot come. No it feels like I attached to the right
3: attitude. Attached to the right attitude. Wrong attitude. If you want
2: <laughs> to become. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. It the were very
2: simple, honest. honest. Yeah. Not you know, Stop, like, no oh, expectation, no, no expectation. Just
3: right? try. You're
2: just trying it. But the second time, you're like hoping for it. And then I it doesn't work, work because, well, greed is the wrong attitude. <laughs> no. Yeah, seeing the greed. Just the greed. Just know yeah. the greed, yes. At that
3: time, yes. No, do, do, right, did you, call it? To Right.
2: To knowledge, not to to a says that you know when we. Uh, bring up thoughts of having the right attitude, we must understand what it means right, um, then it works it's not that we chant the words to ourselves, we're not saying oh it's nature, it's nature it's not like that, right? we must try to understand um, and, and I said you I think you got it the first time but the second time greed got in the way
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. so when the greed is there now your object is greed Yeah. the most important object at that time
0: wouldn't it be best to just change the position to be comfortable? Sarah
2: says, if you want to understand more about the mind, you can wait a little while, you know, and explore the, the nature of how mind reacts to body right, just explore the nature, yes, because the, he never says you can't make yourself comfortable, right, he always says if you can't bear it, make yourself comfortable, but the thing is, just to see the reaction of the mind. Because your opportunity is only when it's happening. When, it, when your mind is not in that state, you can't explore that state of mind. So that's your opportunity for a little while. Right? The, the mind is like this. The body is like this. Let, let's see what that's like. Okay.
3: Yeah. But,
2: but of course, Seattle says, if the mind really can't bear it, you know, the mind really. it's not in a state that it can even wait a little while. Seattle says, you should make yourself comfortable. Absolutely. You must. You must. You must make yourself comfortable, yes. Okay.
3: Don't make yourself suffering too
7: much. Yeah. <laughs> Tension or the stress always come with the greed, or not?
3: any defilement any d- d- defilement um, um, suffering part.
2: yeah all unwholesome mental states bring tension and and suffering
8: i have a question about samadhi um is samadhi something that should be relatively Constant if you're firmly rooted in Sapamjanya and, and right and yoni, uh, yoni manasakara, if you're firmly rooted in that, should, should, it be, should it be pretty consistent or is it another experience, the samadhi experience that comes and goes like all experiences?
2: What was the other thing? ตี้ตําเซโน <laughs> Yes. Samadhi is definitely just another object another experience <laughs> because we still have the unwholesome and the unwholesome can always come in and wreck the samadhis show
3: <sighs>
2: that's why we have to keep practicing all the time so that at least awareness you know one wholesome quality is trying to to be present but there is another thing which is uh, skillfulness you know um, when we become skillful and the skill is about understanding how to maintain right practice when we understand that, you can maintain all your right practice for a long, long time. Because the you're skillful.
3: Yeah. At, or yeah,
2: You can maintain the stability for much longer because you can you know, catch the greed and the aversions and deal with them quickly and stuff like that.
8: I suppose that's, that's what I was... Uh, maybe, maybe that's what I'm thinking when I feel like I've been taught that um, samadhi is, is fickle when the defilements are active. But
2: that with insight, with Vipassana insight, it can become rooted. But Vipassana insights also come and go. They're not permanent yet either. Yeah, they also fade if we don't keep them
3: alive.
2: All insights, it's not enough to have them once. We have to have them over and over again to keep them alive and fresh in the mind and and strong, their effects. Vipassana insights are like those... um, the, the, what he's showing with his hand reminds me of those fairgrounds, you know, where those those swinging, yeah, that go back and forth. So you know, you come back to a standstill, you go up. So he says, and they go higher and higher, right? And he s- it says, vipassana insights are like that. You know, you have one, it goes up, and it doesn't stay there; it comes back down. And then if you have another one, it might go a little beyond it, and then it comes back down. And so you're waiting for that momentum, so that it'll go all the way until you're enlightened. <laughs> yes, yeah.
3: So <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: says a lot of people think that when they've had a. Um, of what they call a vipassana jnana, you know, they are West all these, West state, West Yeah, state. they think that they've got it. It's like you know, you've passed first grade; you never need to do that again. But it's not like that in vipassana.
3: I think with the Yeah,
2: because when you don't have awareness, you have no wisdom at all. Either. <laughs> yeah, that insight not, might not be operating
9: either. Hmm? Good morning. Um, thank you. I, I, I have a wrong attitude. Um, I. Thinking that this is something like a commando course and I have to survive, and I tell myself, no, you know, you're not going to get a green berry at the end of the course. Then I tell myself, oh, in order to be happy, this is a holiday camp. And then I tell myself, don't be a fool, it's not a holiday camp. So I have the wrong attitude, and I know by reading the book from Seador that, you know, I'm also having. Not the right frame of mind, you know. I, oh, is it going to be lunchtime? And when is this going to finish? So, these thoughts keep happening, and I was wondering if there was any. I know there's no simple answer to this. It's a very. It's 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 just my own mind is playing tricks, and I can't sort of get the right attitude. And I was just wondering if there's. Um, I know there's no easy bullet, but can Seattle please help?
4: <laughs>
2: yeah inside to <yeah>. are <laughs> I tell you, I tell you. I tell you, I tell you. I tell you, I tell you. I tell you, I you,
3: I just know the wrong attitude. <laughs> because,
2: because
4: your job is, is only
3: to know. know. Yeah,
2: when you know that what is wrong is wrong, that's also you could call that an ins. You know, that's a kind of wisdom.
3: Yeah. Anyway.
2: Uh, the thoughts come and go you know that saras says but your not, job is only to know that you know to know the jo- the thoughts have come the thoughts have gone they're here again I, I,
3: they're, they're I gone again. Go
2: no need to fight further with the thoughts no need to try to, to make them to go,
3: go, go away, away.
2: <laughs> they will go away by themselves replaced by something else but
3: it's okay <laughs>
2: Yeah don't don't argue with the thoughts. Sierra says they um uh, we just need to acknowledge them. And when we know they're wrong, that's fine. You know, you know they're wrong so they can't operate.
3: Hey, mom, mom, it. It.
2: When you know something is wrong then you know it, that it's a wrong thought. The mind isn't so inclined to believe it. You can
3: just be wrong. wrong wrong thought Yes. Yeah.
2: So, you know, we watch these wrong thoughts so that we can understand, so that the mind comes to the understanding that oh, you know, there's no need to do this. A then the mind is like that, it has this nature it, it can do this sort of thing you know this this restless it 's showing
3: thinking. its nature then
2: you just recognize that when it 's restless, it does this
10: um, so when I find, finding it very helpful, just the reminder and coming back um, instead of getting caught in experience of just watching or being aware or waking up a bit more. So if we are experiencing, say, the uh, non-conceptual ideas of labeling or names or forms, um, just the appearances, um, and you know, realizing there's just nothing compounded, no separation, no separate self, um And the peace or the ease that's there with that, um, plus also, let's say the you know knowing the uh, the appearances arising or passing away or and the non-satisfaction that that gives. So if we understand the peace that this practice brings. Yet how many times as an example, let's say this last Buddhist reigns of three months, you know, I made this Aditan to follow the eight precepts, which never really got off the ground for whatever reasons, distractions, or and of course knowing the benefits of coming on retreat. Or whatever, but yet, yet, whether it's stubbornness of wanting to do it on one's own, um, I'm just wondering any helpful suggestions does one go more on retreats? Does one try and set specific times during the day to make a more mindful determination or practice or Am I getting anywhere? Making any sense?
2: So can I paraphrase? So what you're actually doing in the practice is you're trying to keep, you're trying to remember to keep coming back to the awareness and not get up get caught up with the objects and the experiences. Yes, yes. Theoretically, you know, you've heard about you know all this uh, non-separation, blah blah blah, I the, the peace that brings. Sorry, no. I would
10: say ex- Yes.
2: So experientially now you are saying. It can
5: be known now and You don't
2: sort of... Okay. So in that, so in that time when you are in that zone, you can understand the peace that brings. Okay. And then your question is: You seem to feel that there is some lack in something, and therefore you're. Whatever
10: fuzzy mind, lack of clarity.
2: Trying
10: to whatever um, getting through the habits or getting through the periods of getting sucked into distraction or whatever instead of um,
2: you mean how do you work with that
10: yeah, so maybe some helpful hints of how to as i said i i try i thought this three month period right yeah, you know that it would be a bit more uh Awake, yeah. A bit more um, continuity of you know, mindfulness. being mindfulness or.
2: Mindfulness. So you're just wondering how to
10: work with. Well, that, there is monkhood. There is retreats. There is trying to set something up at home. That's or... trying to
2: be mindful all the
10: time, right? Which, uh... which. It seems to be a lot easier to be on retreat and be waking up to that mm-hmm. clarity or uh, the appearances or...
2: Okay. Okay. Oh. I have been working on the day and the have been working the day and I have been working on the day and I have been working on the อ่าทุบเลยสรุป lo 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 ปิญญาบ่ to บะเนละตูပြောปิญญาบ่ปาบะเนอရှိရှိတိုင်းနေဖြစ်อี to အကုန်လုံးတတ်တတ်စီ to တူတပေါ်နေတူအဒီတယ်မ um ชิปาติ La ทิ้ง as a เพราะ to तू ไม่ excuse me นะดันแบ่นะเพราะว่าโห retreat
3: depo yeah. Yeah.
2: Siaros says, "You you mentioned right at the beginning um, finding it um, yes. useful to keep coming back to awareness, yes. right? So Siaros says, am I, am I I- yeah. yes, and yeah, do that all the I'm time. Do that all the time as much as you can, regardless of where you are, what you're doing. You know, you could be in a bar, but just keep doing that." You know, so, so regardless of what you're doing, just remember to do that as much as you can.
3: But <laughs>
2: All he says, uh, so for example, things char-
3: like yeah, the yeah. yeah.
2: firemen, you know, the reason that yeah, find ourselves unable to yeah, 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 resolutions and stuff like that, he said, is because of the unwholesome tendencies in the mind, and you know, they, you know the natural tendencies towards chaos, you know, towards the unwholesome, so so to counter that Sierra says we, we shouldn't wait for when we can try to be mindful. We pick it up whenever we remember whether it seems to make any sense right then, whether you can make it continuous, it doesn't matter. If you have a moment of mindfulness, grab it. You know, and the more moments you grab, the more you s- swim against the stream. And you, you know, you but start
3: to <laughs> Yeah.
2: The accounting of the wholesome and unwholesome in our minds is is constantly happening, right and his says and the to to up the count of our wholesome, we need to bring in awareness because awareness allows all the other wholesome qualities to become present..
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, you know when we're mindful that five faculties come into play, right? They are um, Sati, which I'm remembering, Samadhi, steadiness, uh, Virya, right effort, uh, Sada, faith, and w- uh, Panya, wisdom. And these five faculties, you know they're also called the powers, right? And they're not called the powers for nothing, so Seara says you can use any of these powers. If you make anyone a power, It will give power to all the others. And then it gives power to all the other wholesome minds as well. So remember that our awareness, when we are being aware, it is not just sati. It's actually these five working together. So this this, this observing we do, this, this attending to ourselves, these five faculties are working together. So you're giving them some power. So that's how we cultivate or build up the wholesome in the mind with every moment of awareness
6: Mm, I have been observing the six sense doors and I uh, I find out that every contact with that six sense doors always bring thinking, feeling or judgment and those and those feeling, thinking, or judgment always bring desire to do something, and eventually bring action. And I've been observing this in seeing, hearing, smelling, whatever, and the process like the same. Um, and, and like this morning, suddenly I, I just realized that whatever action I was doing is just not my decision. It's just the result of something else. That that's that's the way I observe things. And so the question is like, is this the way to observe it? <laughs> the the six sense doors. And the the other question is, um, I I always ask myself like, how do I observe things? And like sometimes the answer comes like greed. And somehow I, sometimes when I. When the answer is greed, then I found out that there's another greed behind that greed. And there is like another aversion behind that greed again. And so so that's the way I observe it. And and the question another question is like how often can we can we ask about the how we observe the how we observe things?
2: Um, Dua ratus caw to the Ditan itu diri tanir aja, awi. Dua ratus caw puluh diri tanir aini tu lelai judgement Lame. Um being toroli dilo Takataka rakapie, seka, Taku lawa macam, senza macam, sompia macam, pin losia sih law Dilo Betu Chin a, dilo Mian to yeah. So for your first question, yes you can observe that way. <laughs> the second then the yeah. And you mentioned how you know when when the, um, you know there's contact with the sense doors and then there's thinking and feeling and judging and then uh, when there's more of that the mind um, then thinks about something to do then it makes a decision and then 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 there's action right. Um, Siara says also notice whether the decision is motivated by a wholesome motivation or an unwholesome one. Right? Notice that. ho. tu Basine เนชีนเลยเออเปียง loba เองเนี่ยตะคติลิลောบะเมนเนี่ยเอ่อตะคติลิดีลောบะอ่อพอมาถักลောบะสิเดพี่แล้วดอ says, So your question about how often should you ask yourself how you are observing Sierra says if you could keep your eye on how you are observing all the time that would be best Because you know there are the unwholesome states uh, that we observe you know, like, like I'm angry right now, and we observe that. But there is the unwholesome that comes into how we observe. Like, I don't like that the mind is angry right now, or, or I want this to go away, right? But that unwholesome in the way we observe, that is more important than the unwholesome that's happening out there. You know, so if we could keep an eye on how we are observing it, it's, it's better.
4: Yesterday, I've been uh, sitting and uh, observing different uh, feelings that arise, pleasant or unpleasant. And then, uh, at one moment, I caught myself that um, there is somebody inside of me, very calm and still, who is observing what is going on. Mm -hmm. Before this, I asked myself, when I saw this pleasant and unpleasant arising, and arising together, and arising differently, and then I ask myself, stop, who is, who is watching this? Who is observing? And I found inside myself this very peaceful and calm and absolutely unemotional somebody who is observing these uh, things. But then, after, after a while, this somebody disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, uh, he appears sometimes when I practice, he comes back. But when he is, uh, maybe got sucked by these emotions, sucked inside these stories and emotions but I still know that he is there but I cannot contact with him Um, what should I do to be um, um, to keep this uh, state more and another question is uh, I've been um, realizing yesterday about the concepts and uh, I found that most of the concepts I'm um, bringing for example, I'm thinking about some story, or I'm um, in my mind. I found myself that, for example, I'm replying an email and that I'm getting an email, after I go out, I get a work email and I have to reply on this, and I found myself thinking that this email is negative, and I have to deal with it. And I found that most of my concepts are somehow they are negative, and uh, I don't know what to do with this.:
3: No my poor
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Because you use the word somebody and he, he wants to be sure that you don't think that the watching mind is is really somebody else, right? You know that it's just the mind. That's mine, but.
3: The <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, my, understand the mind is okay.
2: Because you used the word somebody and he, so he's like, are you, sh- are you sure? She doesn't think <laughs> it's...
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean like, um, uh, yes, I, I guess it's uh, the proper word is uh, like watching mind.
2: You're speaking metaphorically. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. If that's it, that's fine. <laughs> why, why, why he?
0: Why
4: are you talking about him? Why yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not? Why <laughs> not? The, the mind is uh, he. He's, oh. <laughs> yeah. he he is oh he is male
2: Maybe. in russian oh. the male gender yeah she pakka mamila phya tu a sait the ma cau jai da au ma jai da au to bian na a shin I can't move ตูด <laughs> mm. <laughs> <To>, um, <clears throat> mm. <laughs> as far as how to maintain um, yeah. as far as how to maintain him <laughs> says, um, it's just like practice as well, you know, the more often you check to see how uh, the awareness is uh, the more often you'll see him And now you've s- taken to it now that you've seen him once now that you've seen him once you'll, you'll see him over and over again you know, you, you, you will come across him constantly And um, it's also about becoming skillful, about noticing uh, when he's around, uh, you know, why he's around what are the other you, you have to and not think about just the moment that it's happening but what has been happening before that like how have you been practicing and then it comes to this, this you know you've been practicing maybe simp, in a simple way just you know being mindful as much as you can that sort of thing you know and when there's momentum when it sort of picks up some, some pace that's when he arrives you know,
3: momentum.
2: Uh, <coughs> so, <coughs> so, this momentum is is helps him to arrive. Also, wisdom, You know, when you understand it, also he's there when there's wisdom. The second question. Emails. E-mails. Um, uh-huh. concept. Uh, uh, So whenever you have any sort of conceptual thinking, right? And and then you notice that it's negative. You'll notice also it feels unpleasant. So again, go to the unpleasant feeling. But don't follow... Don't let the thinking keep going. Don't don't.
3: Yeah.
2: Don't don't send the mail yet. Watch the watch the feelings. Yeah. Calm down, and then you can think about how to send the email in a positive frame of mind.
3: Negative thinking or negative feelings, yeah. When, there's, is it's when there's negative, thing in, positive when there's
2: negative yeah you'll notice that when there's negative thinking there's negative feeling that's when there's positive thinking there's positive feeling but the opposite is also true when you're just feeling positive
5: Sayadaw, my question is with all of the peacefulness and tranquility and happiness that seems to be available through this please tell me what really is the point are we just
3: Make ourselves happy.
2: What's really going on here? to a a whole the to what's the point, to a to a thing. The yeah. yeah. um,
3: this
2: practice is about knowing the mind and the body. So now you know, like you're tuning into it's not like you're at a state of knowing what the body or understanding more about it, but it's like you're tuning into the body. And and so you also want to tune into the mind. And awareness is that doorway, right, that allows us to tune into this mind and body so that we can understand it better. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. now it's... Yeah, and because we are being aware... Seattle um, says um, then chattering mind also calms down you know it doesn 't think unnecessarily because it has something to do, which is to know itself
3: <laughs>
2: but of <laughs> course, if we if we 're not being mindful and we can be mindful of anything right uh, if we 're being mindful, Seattle says then um, you know, that that's the result. If we're not mindful, the mind will be lost in thought, past, future, happy, sad, just randomly being battered about by the mind and its meditation predilections. Way. We meditate or we are being aware so that the, the quality of the mind will get better. In a world, We are discovering our inner world. (laughs) This this mind is our inner world. What's happening inside there? Yeah, so just like you are knowing the body, you will get to know the mind.
3: I mean
2: studying psychology or psychiatry, you know, we learn a lot about the theories of the mind. You know, they know a lot of the theories of the mind, but it doesn't solve the problems of the mind. Psychologists and psychiatrists are as human as everybody else. They get depressed too, or they get upset too. You know, but when we get to know the inner mind through our own experience, through actually watching it, rather than thinking about it, um... The results can be very real. Yeah. So this is just the beginning. We we plod along steadily and steadily,
3: steadily, and steadily. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
2: and he says you know how how far we want to take the practice he says we want to practice until all our mental verbal and bodily actions are are constantly governed by wholesome motivations because we know them understand them and and that's where the mind inclines <laughs> Yeah, when, when the positive qualities, when the skillful qualities of mind uh, become more skillful, more established, the unwholesome qualities aren't so able to, you know, play around, the mind becomes more mature the un- the unwholesome qualities of our mind, like greed and anger, they're quite childish and immature, you know they're like, I want, I don't want, I don't care <laughs> yeah, <they're> quite,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> but the wholesome qualities you know like generosity um uh, loving kindness uh ballet and awareness awareness, steadiness of mind stability of mind all these qualities are very they are yeah, more mature he says when, they're, when we have more wholesome qualities he said we grow up instead of just growing old
3: <laughs> it, it would
2: be unfortunate if we got older and we didn't grow up but only grew old
3: <laughs> Chinese, yeah. yeah
2: if we were just still childish as we grew older, it would be unfortunate no, no, no,
3: no,
11: no. I do have a question um, so i I dropped the labeling completely um, with the subjective perceived subjective result that i I like my concentration dropped immensely and um so I had some moments of of concentration in walking yesterday, and I think I, I'm not quite sure how the how it happened, but I, I tr- at some point I try to be aware of different sense doors at the same time. So being aware of the birds and my feet, and that helped gain a certain stability. So but i am w- wondering if that is me wanting samadhi or wanting no thought or if that is the way to go that is one question and yeah maybe the other one can ask me.
2: The label lowa matat but matat do tamadhi de ja wa re tin ne de tamadhi
3: say lu ya
2: yeah I bi ma to tu wa Matato to tu tamadib ya teluk kanjara. Tuh jauh jauh eh terceh terceh tamadib yang yang ni. Sejauh taru baru tu terkali ayuh nak kuju bro. Shue upma cara eh. Tiri oh tiri elumyo nak ku tuat tuat bro loh sekaponye dia to tamadil lo general lah. <laughs> Tuh ni general lah. Mahu di lo lonten general
3: lah. Mm. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. says um, the conundrum about samadhi is that we do need it, but then we are also not trying to create it. The good news is that if we are mindful steadily of whatever comes up, samadhi does develop, you know, um, naturally, without our trying to have it. All you need is continuative awareness. You could be aware of the most agitating things, just agitation, 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 and, and the mind would gain samadhi. Or thinking, thinking. If you remained mindful continuously, samadhi would develop.
11: It's not really my experience. No, my experience is that when I try to focus on, you know, the more objects I focus on, the, the more quiet my mind becomes. And maybe along this, uh, the same line is the question of, there's something in the book of um, turning the mind inward, and I was wondering if that is also means a focusing on the inner sense, like the, the inner workings, like m- mental images, self-talk, emotions. So that would be a focusing motion too.
2: yeah. A tree of my toa Io Miami Boma focus lowly to a ny who the D the rearly it shouldn't be the D sa saying Babe Ayoyu no say show near showman thou shall dee seca nyama to what diha to a tree m ho re Io name I you ma seka to you mean focusing on many objects focus mm. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah.
2: You can develop samadhi by focusing on objects. You can, but that is not the way or the type of samadhi that we want to develop here. We because
3: we
2: want to this samadhi whatever we want to develop a samadhi that's useful everywhere where it won't be broken just because you're not focusing so you need to develop it by not focusing so that whether you focus or not it can remain okay and the focusing samadhi requires more energy and then um, then when you can't do it, you know, if you want to do something else, you have to drop it to do something
3: else.
2: <laughs> In the type of <laughs> samadhi siarro uh, spouses, it doesn't matter whether you're running a marathon, you can have samadhi, you know, you you could be dancing and you could have samadhi, you know.
3: It's, you can be moving. <laughs>
2: He says, um, there are yogis who say to him, you know, Sero, when I get up from sitting meditation, my, when I open my eyes, you know, my, my samadhi disappears. And that's because they're relying on samadhi built by a certain, well, object, object you know, you have. one object or uh, certain conditions. Whereas he wants to develop with just being aware of anything, you know, not relying on the conditions, but relying on awareness itself. And the second part of your question inwards okay um sauthe ma pyore arthropod so are a twin ne the the twin so a twin pyo ra ho di sait the ma saka pyo ra khan sa mu a la re focus lo da ho la re ah yeah focus shi attention the the turning inwards yes yeah says it is, you know, turning inwards and, and noticing all these things in, in the, you know, in the inner world. But, again, how much focus, you know? Uh, yeah,
3: his,
2: his meaning of awareness is to pay attention, right? You pay attention so you know something properly, but you don't have to focus too hard. In any awareness, there must be a certain level of focus, focused enough to know
3: it? <laughs> Sega do appeal. Rita appealeda. Oh the mindfulness lo practice lo but you layo, but decide.
2: Yeah. Sierra says our our radar in our being human, we're always so outwardly tuned. What's happening outside? How are people? You know, should I do this, that, you know, how is everything, you know, outside. And and now we're turning the radar inwards. Sierra said, but not like this just you know turning the radar this way not like this he said and not not like pointing it you know just just turning it yes. so long Chacha as the radar is turned inwards for a prolonged period of time samadhi will develop
11: i guess the background or the yeah the background of my question is that i I've done I've not done very much contemplative intense spiritual work but more psychological work and there I find that I don't perceive many emotions so the question is if you know do I focus inside and do I try to see emotions which might be there but which I don't just see <laughs>
2: Amyai Dilo Atomum Kabudamatua psychology bying to a li um lila tara emotion ma canza de lober Siyaro says, <laughs> you don't have to search for the emotions. But if you look inwards, says, the mind is always feeling one way or the other. It's either feeling pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. One or the other will be present. So most of us think when it's neither pleasant nor unpleasant, we think it's nothing, but actually it's neutral feeling. And you might feel neutral feeling a lot, but just know that, recognize that.
1: Um, I have a question about pain, Um, because when I'm experiencing pain, then I see I'm knowing the pain, and I see it's there. But actually, quite fast it goes as well that I reflect on impermanence of pain, and I reflect on maybe the causes why pain is there, and the vulnerable truths, and all this. But from what I understand uh, from the last days, it's um, that he's, um, or that you are... Saying that it's better to stay with the knowing only, but when I'm going reflecting on it, it makes much easier not to identify and to just um, take it as it is, and um, not, yeah, ad- ad- attached to it. Now I'm a bit confused whether I should totally let go and just staying with the knowing, there's pain, or if it's OK um, to go further and to reflect a little bit on why it's there.
2: Narao, she in it, to a balulas or to a singing nere, or Tisali, bar road, Nara, Bajang, Nara Kanayam, lonely the Lupian Rabo. Ero, and I would choose her. Erotua, Erasway, Netua, take Bro, ne identify Malo, take Bro with Mapa, Elumio to a pure, I
3: own Jangana, shauna a white look. Services, the town, Shama.
2: It's sort of like you're using reflecting to to forget the pain. You see, not identify with the pain, but how do you understand the nature of In a way, I, it, it makes, makes it easier for me to
1: just accept that it's there. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't really make a difference like whether it's no, there.:
3: no,
2: If you use it initially, so that the mind can accept that it's there, that's fine so long as you don't continue to do it. Because after you've um, done the reflection so that the mind can accept it, then you have to continue by observing the way the mind feels towards the pain and see the interaction between the mind's reaction and how pain is perceived.
1: Actually, what what happens is that I can easier go to something else, um, focusing on or that I hear the sounds again or see something else that is happening or
2: so
3: Siyaro
2: um, says why do we observe pain at all what is the point of observing pain why, why don't we just make ourselves comfortable so no need to even observe pain because I would like to understand something yes. about it
3: yeah. so.
2: so if you want to understand something about it then you have to watch it not avoid watching it.
3: I know watching and the music, the don't she too? na I don't I it? I look na na so i there is you know
2: when there is pain, Sierra says the first thing that we need to check is whether the mind is resisting the pain whether the mind feels uncomfortable. And if it's uncomfortable, then we don't watch the pain. We watch the discomfort in the mind. And then when there's no more discomfort in the mind, then we look back to see how the mind still feels about what was pain just now, whether it still feels it's painful. Because when the mind has even the slightest resistance, it is not seeing the nature of pain as it is. When there is completely no re- discomfort in the mind at all, zero, completely, it's clear, Thiago says, what was pain just now becomes something very interesting because it, you can't name it as pain, but you, there is stuff there.
3: The meaning of pain is But something here, something. is not solid. There have some collision together, small, small things. Collect together. This is not pain. Right,
1: right.
3: Huh?
2: So the physical sensation just becomes like a bunch of like movement or you know stuff like that. Yeah.
1: No, I, yeah, For me, it's like when the pain is, for example, in the knee and then to observe ho- how it feels actually that it's hot or then it starts changing and mm-hmm. it's going from here to there. And then yeah. actually when I feel it's, um, when I reflect again or w- w- when the awareness is there again, suddenly moved somewhere else. And then this somehow makes me realize that it's just passing. I don't know. It's, it's, so I think in a way, th- when, of, when I'm sick, maybe that's more easy to explain than my stomach hurts and then immediately I could think about everything that could happen and do I have this medicine and what you know like what can this be or when I have a mosquito but is it a dengue here or all these things but when I then realize okay it's just a stomach ache and actually then I observe how it slowly goes away this makes me see how it passes and then I come to this that everything passes and the joy feeling as well and this is really helpful but then I read in the instructions that it's not really
2: good to reflect upon it so Okay this is different you are not just reflecting <laughs> okay tu wa dilo tu wa shu yin na tu piang piang ni da chi lo tu wa order ri ya amya piang ni da bae so dae sai win la la a ro tu dilo tadri ya yin na tu ma so yin le tu ai nyang go pian tadri ya yin tu wa oh ho so yin ni mae asa dau teicha chi lai yin order le ni da so dau tu khana khana mye tu wa pian pyo wa da sai ka order da le pyo ma bae pian ma bae tai yeah, this, yeah, this is not reflecting. Not in that way. <laughs> not in the way that is mentioned in the book. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is actually something that you've understood. Okay. And, and because you've understood, the mind is reflecting on what is understood and using that understanding. Using that understanding, and it's able to reapply that understanding because it's still alive. Yeah, and because if you didn't really understand and you said it to yourself, it may or may not work. Yeah, yeah. When he says... Understanding. understanding.
5: Should I be practicing to switch pain off completely?
2: (laughs) You know...
3: Meditation
2: is not a method to learn how to overcome pain or not a way to conquer pain.
3: Overcome the pain, pain overcome it
2: yeah. So it's not about the pain going away. It's only about learning enough to know how to not to react to pain. Right? First by actually seeing how the mind reacts to pain. The way to understand is to see how the mind reacts. He said He said like he said like when we we are dying you know if we have some sort of disease and all we, we might be in a lot of pain and that pain is never going to go away but we can learn not to be suffering constantly from the pain that the mind can that the mind can learn that when it's less resistant it actually feels less painful yeah, when we understand what pain is, that is actually a perception of the mind, you know. Then when we're dying, Seattle says, we can die smiling even if there's pain because we, you know, the mind is not overwhelmed by the pain. It's, it's not so much as in mind overcoming matter as in making it go away, but that the mind is unaffected by the pain it's not that the mind bears the pain it's that the mind no longer has to bear the pain that when you can watch the reactions in the mind we learn by watching the reactions the discomfort in the mind when there's pain when you watch the discomfort in the mind if you watch it continuously and you're not thinking about the pain the discomfort can subside and it can subside to the point that it feels like there's no discomfort anymore in the mind And then you might notice that actually the physical pain is still there, but the mind no longer has any discomfort. That is possible to achieve. But again, then Seattle has this thing about, you know, if it becomes unbearable, don't torture yourself. You don't have to sit through it to get it. There's always another day to try again. It's just
3: about. It's just about pushing
2: the boundaries a little bit each time to discover how much can you watch the reaction in the mind, and what happens to the reaction. Does it really calm down? You know, can it can it be uh, contained, or you know, can, can you watch it, accept it?
10: If you look at this fellow's knees are higher than his hips and his back. And if you look at this fellow's, his knees are lower than his buttocks and how straight the back is. So there's going to be a great load on the back. So if you always sit with your hips higher than your knees, there will be less.
2: Of course, there's the science to it, you know, and you shouldn't sit in a way that causes pain. Don't don't cause pain to yourself. See, I don't have a sense.
8: Um, On this question of, of pain, I was thinking about last night. I woke up in the middle of the night with some kind of digestive problem, and I woke up with rapid heart rate and then cramping in the stomach. And I was immediately just trying to watch the sensation and not judge it. But then so quickly, that ability to watch gets overwhelmed by fear, and I'm not sure what that turning point is, because I, I have this intention to observe without judgment. But then the fear seems to leap in and take control. And I feel like that's a, a similar process that happens in the course of attempting to stay mindful with difficult sensation in a variety of ways in my life. And I'm not sure if Seidaw has a practical, in-the-moment, Remembrance or something that I should invoke to try to reorient away from the fear, or if it's just accept the fear and the fear becomes another object.
2: And common sense. <laughs> <laughs> A Yamian, will Bawamale, ชุบ
3: choose I yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So says, ideally, ideally, okay? We don't win every war. Ideally, you see the fear. If you can, you watch the fear. Ideally, hopefully, you're skillful enough that watching fear makes fear subside. When fear has subsided, Seattle says, then there's still the next step to take, which is not just watching the sensations, which is also understanding what to do about the situation. If you have a stomach ache. do you go to the toilet? Do you have a bug? Do you need to take medication? What is the, the sensible thing to do? You know, uh, Or is it just a, something that, that's probably not critical and, and you can just watch and it'll subside?
8: I Think I'm getting clearer on what the actual issue is as you're talking. I think it's papancha. It's it's that I I'm pretty clear of it. It's a mild experience of cramping, maybe cast moving, you know, something pretty straightforward. But it's the middle of a night so everything is amplified and it's watching the mind create this really quick story that just just watch the papancha.
2: No, yeah, yeah, just watch you don't have to win it yeah you don't have to be able to overcome it just watch that's all when great becomes become
7: Craving or attachment, how how can we know that it's craving or it's attachment?
3: Feeling just
7: watch how you feel.
2: Just
3: attachment attachment agitation she tension
2: attachment and craving comes with a much higher level of tension and, and discomfort.
0: Hmm.
3: Sticky.
2: Very, very sticky, very attached to, you know, like always thinking of it or wanting to be with it, you know, that sort of, yeah.
6: Is it uh, okay to wash your mind in Daush in sensual pleasure? Like because in the formal practice, like when you want to indulge, then you just observe it until it subsides, right? So in this practice, is it okay to just watch the process go by? I'm
2: saying that I'm going to be a person so knows how to do it. I'm going to be a person who knows how to do it. I'm going to be a person who knows how to do it. I'm going to a
3: person
2: yeah. But remember your objective. You're watching it so that you understand it. Yeah, so that you understand how this mind works. Yeah. Not to make it go away, but to understand. Because once you understand,
7: understanding
2: takes care of it. Should it be or not? Yeah.
7: So, yeah, do keep saying about no aversion or no expectation, but it keeps coming. So, just know it, know it, know it, know it.
3: Yeah. Again, again, again. Every time they're rising, you try again. No, 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 no. Yeah,
2: so when Seado says that, you know, no aversion, no expectation, he's saying, actually what he's saying that when there is aversion and e- expectation, these are the results. But if there is aversion and expectation, ju- then just watch aversion and expectation. Yeah, it's not that you try not to have a, aversion and expectation. Aversion and expectation will always be there. Yeah, and it's not. Don't don't think of it, oh, aversion coming again, uh, expectation coming again. Just say you know, it's like another aversion, another expectation, a new version of it. Yeah, if it's new, it's always interesting. If it's old, it gets boring. you are putting in too much effort in your practice, he watches you he says you are putting too much energy so by the end of the day, the mind is very tired, so you need to relax when you practice,
3: if you write practice, yeah. when
2: the way you check whether you're practicing right is you start in the morning, and as you practice, the, you should get more and more energized in the evening. And then you know your practice is right because right practice energizes the mind, it makes you more alert, more alive, more yeah. awake. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
2: but if you use overuse effort, right? Too much energy, then in the evening you start Whistled to feel tired, mind you're, mind. You're, you're to burn out, you're tired. How can we check the effort? When you are meditating, check whether you All feel relaxed often, or whether it's tense. Often check your yeah? feeling. Check again and again.
3: Yeah. Are you relaxed or not? Huh?
11: Uh, the question is shall we watch the five hindrances? What? Like, shall we prim- prime the mind almost?
3: Well. Yeah.
11: More specifically, the the five fringes is uh, something which is considered good to like, really be aware of like sleepiness and, and mm. all these things and then, well okay, now there's sleepiness. Mm.
2: Yes, to recognise them. You know, in the four foundations of mindfulness, the last one, the Dhamma Nupasana, is about being aware of the hindrances. Uh, I, okay. all mental qualities actually. In fact all the other be- others become Dhamma Nupasana.
3: You are that we may yeah.
2: So although we the qualities their qualities are, you know, they're called hindrances, but ultimately they're also just objects. Also
3: something to observe. so if
2: we 're skillful, we recognize it 's mine, you know we can use the hindrances as objects to to grow awareness and,
11: and understand and something else so sayada if you say we should check in with our attitude, but if I encounter I have a wrong attitude, i maybe the mind is bored or it isn't. It's not interested. So what do I do? Check boredom out. <laughs>
2: check, check. Like, look at it. Uh, explore it. Under. Uh, make friends with boredom. Get to know
3: boredom. <laughs>
2: this is also an object. Boredom also has its nature.
11: It's not so much boredom. It's just, like, the mind says, "I don't care. I don't care. It's just not interested, it's be, in it's going in auto yeah, mode and. Daydreaming.
2: Just acknowledge it. Acknowledge that that is happening. That's happening right, right then. Okay, this is happening. This this feels like this. This does this. It'll talk like this. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: And what will what 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 will happen next? You don't know how it's gonna play out. Just watch it.
3: Pitching a do tawa, yogi tawa, right view awareness and maintain awareness
2: Whatever happens, let it happen. Our job is just to have right view, be aware and continue to be aware with right view.
10: Right view as in uh, the nature, non-self, not sakyadity, non-self. Don't
3: think about about non-self, yeah, don't Don't think think about personality.
2: Right view, yeah
8: inside of his book, he talks about all objects are experiences, and all experiences are objects. Mm -hmm. And so we should essentially treat them all. They're all the same. All objects are the same.
2: As in in they're all something that you can be aware of.
8: Yeah. I suppose maybe it's just the language, but this is just something that's been coming up in in my reflection is people as objects. I mean, because in human relationship, I feel like we have We have a set of obligations about empathy, compassion, loving kindness, responsibility, all these things that are so entangled. It's hard for me to think of other people as objects in the same way that I can encounter a discrete sound, a discrete um, knowing of seeing, a discrete feeling of sensation. Do you know what I'm saying?
2: it's because in the en- english language when you objectify someone it's a negative connotation you reduce it to something personalityless um em- yeah yeah lifeless yeah thop your are aion lo saka long thone object lo thone akha aion mho na object object lo english ne not akha ma lo so raw takha le ko wa tacha ตรู้ผิดเนี่ยเหรอโกอ่ะดาอายุโลอยู่โลเปล่าเหรอมะล่ะไอ้โลမျိုးจ้ะတော့အင်္ဂလိပ်မှာจ้ะတော့ဖျက်သူတို့อ่ะ <laughs> <laughs> Momo, er, dilo, advertisement, libari, shiresubazo, no? Through May Mari, oh, Wesari, below below, the Cartley, oh, dihao, tura, oh, oh, ya charli, Maymao, Chiteponza, tenira, erau, turaba, Pialasra, May Mari, oh, ayong lu lepian luar apa, memang PC lo yusa dulu, objek sudah PC, ini objek sudah PC, PC, no. yeah, uh. PC lo tau Tuma, oh. Tuma oh. oh. elu, elu lo, object lo e- elu can you find a better word? It's it's just a word, you know. I I, I agree totally with you that the uh, the word there is something obje- objectionable about the word when you think of it in the way we think of it in English. In 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 Pali, the word is aramana, and it doesn't mean what we mean in in English, where an object is a thing, right? Aramana is actually that which is being known, you know that. And the English word. A Ramana
3: is not. Um,
2: Everything that is being known. It is just that which is being known. Yes. The known. You can call it the known. You don't have to call it the object.
8: So maybe it's also a matter, maybe this is concept, but maybe it's a matter of speed. Like I hear a bird song and I can trace its its arising and falling, its coming and going. When I interact with another person in speech, mm-hmm. I mean, there's sensation. There's so much happening.
2: But all your objects are your own experiences, not the person out there. Yeah. So your experience is your seeing, hearing, thinking, judgment, right? So the person is a concept. You have to think about the person. You cannot know a person. You cannot experience a person. Yeah, so that, therefore it's melanoma. Well
3: I suppose that.
2: But seeing is your object or hearing or yeah, or even the thinking.
8: I guess the question is, with sustained mindfulness, can you disaggregate, (laughs) like break apart all of those respective discrete elements of knowing? So there's a sum total sort of sense experience you have of another person, or you you have the sense, you, you register seeing the person, how they...
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't don't get into it like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you just practice and you try to know yourself as much as you can, you know, you just these things you know. It, it, just like that. Yeah, you you don't have to theoretically trying to try to do it. Just be as naturally aware as you can. It's just as you can. And that's good enough. That's
3: it. When when
2: and when you practice continuously you'll you'll have glimpses of where it feels truly fluid and and, and connected and, and you know each for what it is but not by trying to dissociate them
3: concept object reality object concept so he gives the example of the concept
2: Reality thing right that that generally we're always aware of concepts if we keep practicing more we we tune in more to the reality But it doesn't mean we get rid of concepts We still know the concepts, but we know what is concept and what is reality and we can choose to tune into whatever is necessary at that time
8: I guess I can I can I have a specific example? Maybe Um, in the sense that when I see you looking at me with a certain expression I read it as one way and then you tell me, no, 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 no. It was entirely something else. So what am I actually mindful of in that moment?
2: Yeah. <laughs> so you know your. Oh, oh. So you know that you're thinking, you're thinking, and you don't have to believe the thought. Oh, I know this thought. I think this person is thinking this way, but well, I don't know the truth of it yet. Right. This is what I think that person is feeling at the moment. I might be right, but I might be wrong. So you can hold it in that balance.